welcome to Defen, all the way from France. Christophe, long time friend. No, I mean, as old as Closure, I think. <laughs> yes. He's in the, in, the, in the Closure since the beginning of the Closure, the Genesis. And then Baptiste that I don't know much about. So I think I know everything about Christophe. I don't know anything about Baptiste. So I think we can wrap it up. This is the baptism of fire. This one. <laughs> <laughs> uh... So... Welcome. Yeah, so sorry, maybe maybe sorry, a little sorry. bit of introduction, right? So you guys choose who who wants to you know uh, tell a little bit about yourself and then uh, get us into the into the project slider. Uh, go ahead, Christophe. You're the oldest. Priority to the age before beauty, uh, they say. You know. <laughs> don't don't reveal it. <laughs> People are not seeing the video. Nobody knows who is older here. <laughs> okay, so I've been part of the closure community since almost the beginning. Uh, I stumbled on the language when it was something like three months old. Wow. And uh, since then, I've been uh, more or less visible member of the community. And uh, I've been working exclusively in closure for at least 10 years. Uh, I don't count at least 10 years and I've I've co-sold a long time ago a book at O'Reilly it was Mm. the first book at O'Reilly who who broke broke the the O'Reilly mantra no list book (laughs) yeah and uh, (laughs) Is that true? There was no a mantra saying no list books. Yeah, because basically the reasoning was that there were already many list books of quality and they didn't sold. Ah. Mm. Oh, okay. So already was uh, was refusing new list books at the time, but Crozier was not quite list and so on. <laughs> so by list at the so time it was <laughs> was a scheme scheme and common list. So you're Why like you? a clo- proper closurian. You just snuck it in there. Uh, it was not me directly because the I got the the job sold on a first a first also sold the the project to 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 O'Reilly. Mm. Then he find that it was too much for itself. He asked Chasim Rick to join. Then right. the original also departed to another thing. So Chas asked <laughs> Brent Kappa and myself to join. So really, it was a third on the a third on a third on thing. But uh, mm. anyway, I I was I wasn't involved in uh, getting the food stuck into the door for for already. <laughs> And uh, yeah, and for now about three years, I've been working uh, with Baptiste. We have been pairing on most projects, and uh, and a bit more than two years ago, Baptiste started to to wonder about creating a, a new lisp for for coding mobile. But then I believe that he is going to pick the story from there. And maybe introduce <laughs> yeah. yeah, and you believed uh, I was crazy also. <laughs> <laughs> I still do. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
Um, yes, so Baptiste, uh, I'm basically a classical software engineer. I started um, here in Paris for French startups doing uh, boring JavaScript and PHP. Uh, mm-hmm. So something like uh, six, seven years ago, I was asking myself if uh, this job was for me because mm-hmm. um, I lost the love, basically. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I discovered Clojure thanks to um, Uncle Bob, oh. a video of Uncle Bob. And mm-hmm. uh, once I tried, I took, uh, I think it was something like three months leave. And I, since then, I, I tried to almost work exclusively in Clojure. And um, we, because the community is so small here in France, uh, I rapidly met everyone um, <laughs> thanks to uh, Iram, which is uh, the main organizer of the meetup here in Paris. Um, mm-hmm. And then later on, I, uh, I met Christophe uh, for a project he wrote, uh, Portkey. I don't know if you've heard about it. Anyway, uh, we worked together on Portkey, and uh, from there it uh, it was a love story. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <Yes>. fraternity! <laughs> yeah, but already they prefer <laughs> brotherly love. You mean? <laughs> and about. Um, so yeah, we, I think we started the building together um, because we, we I think we forgot to, I, at, least, at least I forgot to say that uh, I, I also was um, an independent programmer mm-hmm. yep. uh, even before Clojure, before my encounter with Clojure. And um, we started yeah, three years ago with Christophe to to build project together and it, it worked well. Um, and then uh, right around the first COVID, the mm-hmm. first lockdown here, here in France, I was really motivated to, to try um, some tiny lisp and it, end, it ends up uh, big, <laughs> being a, a little bigger. <laughs> That's basically how Closure Dart started. Yeah, because Christoph, as I, as I know, I mean, you you have been in in Clojure forever, as you said from the beginning, and then mostly you're working on the JVM side, right? If I remember yeah. correctly. So how yeah, did you uh, no, go ahead. No, no, I was just going to say that I've done some Clojure script, but uh, for client work, uh, no mm-hmm. open source. Uh, yeah, yeah. Because uh, I mean, there was a lot of contributions from you into the core, and uh, you did plenty of projects around closure. Then, how how did you think about getting into? Let, let's talk about the, the biggest project that you guys are um, working on right now. I mean, if we go through all your projects, stuff, I think we need like <laughs> like ten series of uh, talking about every possible thing. Um, so let's start with the hard topic, as they say. Uh, how how why and how did you you know think about picking up? Closure and Dart. Like, what, what was the motivation? Maybe that's for Baptiste okay, so because he started it. You know. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Quickly before Christoph answers. Um, 
so I I personally always wanted to implement a small Lisp, mm -hmm. uh, specifically on uh, on mobile devices, because uh, I thought that uh, React Native. I I had experience with React Native, and uh, it was very painful for me. Mm -hmm. uh, and anyway, I just wanted to learn how to implement a small Lisp, uh, and um, what was the question again? <laughs> so yeah, the, why so did you the, choose the reason, start as a child? Yeah, what was the motive? Hmm. Yeah, uh, it, for me, it was a learning experience. That's yeah, that's about it. Um, learning something, and when I talked about it to Christoph. It doesn't care about writing a small list because it's so easy. Everyone can do. <laughs> <laughs> but, For him, <laughs> right? But writing a closure is a, a step, uh, yeah, above. So, yeah. But why did you and choose then, Dart, for instance, over like the other? The other obvious target is TypeScript. Um, so you know, why yeah, would you go JavaScript with Dart? Then, yeah. Well, we we already have JavaScript, so. That's covered. Yeah. So you want to do something new, let's say, but why would you go with Dart rather than TypeScript or or, or Camel or something like that, you know? I was really impressed by um, the Dart VM and ecosystem and hmm. basically Rich. Uh, they, Dart reaches uh, mobile, uh, desktop applications, even backend. Hmm. Uh, I was also impressed by the hot reloading experience mm -hmm. and um, also um, I heard people in the closure community talked about it. Mm -hmm. uh, so there were, um, I'm very bad at names and it's very embarrassing. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Uh, David Nolan. David, David, David. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, but it's not the he's not the only one. Uh, Mike Fikes. About maybe Mike Fikes. Anyway, um You know who you are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Work it out. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're we're not that yeah. big. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and also uh, yeah. um I looked a little bit also at the author of Dart. Yeah. Um, I mean, it was mainly impressive. So, and who wants to do Swift? Who wants <laughs> to do? I mean, it's Kotlin, uh, Kotlin stuff like that. Mm. So. Yeah. But it is. So, how how is the how was because obviously, as you mentioned, as you guys know already, that we have this um, closure script ecosystem on top of JavaScript. So. JavaScript is technically on mobile with all React Native and all this stuff. And yeah. If you if you switch to Dart, then that would mean that you're, you know, it's a new VM, uh, new module structure, new compilation units. Everything is new, right? You know. Um, so, is it that different or or compilation wise? Okay. So first, my point of view, Dart and Flutter was no were not on my radar at all. Mm -hmm. Until uh, Betty started uh, playing with, with the idea, and so I ignored uh, what he was doing as usual. <laughs> 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 but 
over the next month. Uh, <laughs> that, that that was the reason why you fell in love with his work. <laughs> <laughs> he is ignoring me. <laughs> yeah, and and uh, you know this this uh, perception bias where once you start uh, paying attention about something, you spot it everywhere. You see it everywhere. Yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. Then, yeah, I don't bias. remember the name of it. Uh, yeah, confirmation bias. So confirmation bias. So yeah. over the the next months, I heard, uh, read several people I trust uh, <laughs> saying good things. <laughs> I do not imply that I don't trust, but it's, <laughs> you, it's you did already. <laughs> he, he's swimming well, with me uh, <laughs> on a daily basis. <laughs> I'm used to it. <laughs> <laughs> so, so uh, I, you people, mean you trust more? <laughs> you really no, that's trust. not bad. Whom judgment, whom judgment I trust. Saying good things about, uh, yeah. <laughs> saying good things about uh, either flutter yeah. or that. Yeah. And so uh, I said, okay, maybe Batis has some uh, at the point, and I should pay better attention. So that, as for as for it, a very good uh, developer experience with the earth reloading uh, stuff, and uh, it compiles to native mm. because we we talked about the VM, but the VM is just used for development. Oh, okay. The 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 VM is is what uh, enables all the dynamism the other reloading and so on mm-hmm. but everything which is dynamic must be disappear or at best as a huge performance degradation once you compile to to native so mm-hmm. yeah it was because it was target targeting native and that you can write wages well FFI, FFI to to directly target uh, net native API if you need, need so. So it was a more di- a more direct way to to target the, the platform rather than still being inside the uh, inside the JavaScript engine. Mm-hmm. And the flood and and yeah and flutter is cross platform and as uh, a rather, a rather okay API with uh, good performance. So, okay. So technically, we can we can just make the Flutter apps in Closure Dart. So that's the that's the whole idea, right? Or yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm. So how how different is it? Because I'm now curious about what what exactly is available in Closure Dart right now. Like you know, starting from the Closure features, like all them. Um, persistent um, data structures and coresync and transducers and so how far are you guys already and then how you know one to one is it if i'm switching from closure to closure dart uh, so the biggest uh, feature that we are missing right now is the ripple <laughs> uh, yeah. we made a, a proof of concept uh, right at the beginning of the project to be sure that we could uh, make a ripple, uh, but we did not ship it uh, on, <clears throat> on the first release because uh, 
there is still a few months left on this uh, in this future mm -hmm. and uh, we we are still thinking that uh, the current uh, compiler is enough to make uh, great applications mm -hmm. uh, so other missing features right now um sorted sets mm -hmm. any sorted collections um Def Multish, we have a, mm -hmm. we have something that we did not ship it because uh, never mind it's because we, uh, I did not reuse the, some existing uh, implementation in yeah. the compiler. Uh, what else is missing? Uh, we don't have core async, but we do have uh, async handling. Mm -hmm. um, in Dart, you have uh, like like in JavaScript, you have uh, async await. Uh, mm -hmm. Like a construct, kind of yeah. construct, yeah. So um, we have a special macro await mm -hmm. uh, so that you can use uh, existing Dart libraries without using then or basically the future API. Mm -hmm. We have uh, closure string, template, walk, test. Mm -hmm. You can test uh, with closure Dart application. Uh, Maybe I can, uh, I think there's probably a, a list of all these things, but maybe we can just take a different, slightly different view of it, which is like, when you came to build that compiler, like, what was your approach? You know, did you like say, okay, we're going to make a, a copy of the ClojureScript compiler, we're going to take all of the, you know, the prototypes and all of these kind of things? Um, or did you start from scratch or, you know, you're emitting Dart, not, not code or... What is the actual like the technical approach that you took to uh, to the compiler itself? That's how we started. Uh, basically, that's how I started uh, with the closure script design, uh, compiler design, mm -hmm. and um, once Christoph was convinced. <laughs> he looked at my after, uh, after he talked to more <laughs> trusting parties, as he said. <laughs> right. He, he looked at my code and uh, told me that uh, it was great, but we we were going to delete everything. <laughs> <laughs> it's too good for this life. <laughs> I, I almost regret uh, at that time. <laughs> Hey, as they say, like the greatest code is the code that you can delete, you know? Of course. <laughs> no bugs. <laughs> and no, then... Nobody can blame your code anymore. <laughs> or at least the first version of it. <laughs> yeah. So the um, tricky part is that we were learning Dart and we were writing the compiler at the same time. Right. Mm. Uh, so we had to... At the very beginning, we had to re rewrite everything, I think, three or four times. Yeah. Um, to find a design that uh, fitted our need. And on top of that, Dart went from um, sound safety, no, not not having sound, uh, sound safety and uh, to basically to being, to uh, to demand its user to, to, to type everything, mm -hmm. uh, almost everything. So, yeah. um, but he, yeah, yeah. sorry, go ahead, Christophe. Yeah, yeah that, uh, that one was uh, way more dynamic than that two. And uh, that, that two still inherited some dynamic feature, features from that one. 
that we leverage at the start to to help the compiler. And uh, but progressively we realized that we could. So the first uh, iterations were quite easy because we were using the dynamic the dynamic features of Dart. Mm. But uh, it required a lot of typing things, and uh, the code generated was n- was not good, and, and so on. But still, it helped us bootstrap. And plus, at some time, there was the release of Dart two twelve, I believe, where yes. they where they switched to to making types non non readable by default. Mm-hmm. So yeah. pre- Previously, when you said in Dart that you that a variable was going to hold the string, it could hold string or null. Mm-hmm. After this change, it would have to only hold a string. And uh, so if you, you want, you it, it is like a maybe or option types on 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 everything. Yeah, you have to to put a question mark at the end of the type. Yeah, yeah, right, right. To say that it can be it can be yeah. null. And, uh, something like Kotlin, right? I think Kotlin does something similar. I think. Yeah, I think. Um, Even um, Swift. Swift. Yeah, yeah, Swift. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Swift and yeah. Uh, most of the ML family too. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so, so it was a big change, and uh, as far as I remember, there have been at least uh, three phases in the development uh, of the compiler. Mm-hmm. It was the first part where we tried to write a minimal compiler in Dart, which would bootstrap itself, and then we could switch to writing some more some parts of the compiler in uh, in, clo- in the subset of closure that the Dart compiler would uh, support. And then hot patching the compiler as we go on, mm-hmm. but it was a bit too ambitious. And uh, at some point, we say, "Okay, we are going to for a more for a more classical uh, bootstrapping uh, or what a cross compiling effort." So we assume that we have uh, a working closure implementation. The mm-hmm. compiler is written in CSGC. Mm-hmm. And uh, so for now, it went only on the JVM, but the goal is to have the compiler to be able to compile itself and uh, have the compiler be freed from the JVM. Mm-hmm. And uh, so the so once we started writing the compiler enclosure, we make good progress. And we then the second milestone was when we started to introduce proper type inference mm. and stop relying on, dy- on dynamism everywhere. Because uh, unlike ref- dynamism in Dart is a bit akin to reflective access in uh, enclosure on the JVM, mm-hmm. okay. except that it's going to fail more often. Right. Because uh, there are plenty of places where you you won't be able to resolve uh, what you want and plus it, it's it, it goes against the the tree shaking done by the compi- by the dot compiler and so on. So there are there are a lot of reasons. Remember remember Christoph that um 
we needed to introduce tab type because uh, when uh, writing Flutter applications, uh, there were parts of it where you had to type uh, type parameters, uh, methods, uh, stuff like that. So um, at some point in development, uh, it was a necessity to to introduce type, and the hard part of it was uh, once you add just a little bit of type. <laughs> Uh, it spreads everywhere, and you, we needed to have a uh, fine control of um, of type emission. Hmm. But are the are the types carried all the way up to the native code, or are they just erased somewhere in between? Between Dart and native code, yeah. Uh, that's what we read, but uh, yeah. <laughs> we don't check <laughs> <laughs> native okay. code right now. <laughs> okay. Well, na native code be. Being Asm, uh, there's no types in Asm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So just backing up then, so you started off with the closure script perspective with the protocols and, and all that kind of stuff. And like you say, you with the with the closure script, there's no types there as such. There's classes and prototypes uh, and things like that. Not exactly the the closure script perspective are was scrapped was once I joined. Yeah, yeah. And then, then you moved more to a JVM approach. But we kept the the idea of uh, trying to to use prototypes uh, mm. everywhere. So I believe that we only have one interface, which is which is the interface with we protocol. which is the protocol interface. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, everything else is built on top of protocols like. Uh, like closure script, so it's an in between between yeah. the closure JVM and the closure script, mm -hmm. and uh, be and because the type system of Dart is is more stringent that than the one of the of Java or rather the, than the JVM, it's also a bit more difficult to to target. Mm. Okay. Uh, for example, the generics are not erased on Dart. So maybe how does that compare to the CLR one, for example, then? Because it's the same thing there, like with C sharp and F sharp, they're not they don't erase the the generics. So is it is it a similar approach to to the CLR um, compiler? Uh, Batista has a little experience with the CLR compiler. Yes, so um, I have a little bit more experience than you in the CLR compiler, but uh, <laughs> maybe not enough to, to compare. What can I say for? For closure Dart is uh, basically all um, data structure have uh, generics, and uh, so let, let's take a persistent vector. Mm -hmm. um, if you create in closure Dart a persistent vector, it will be in pure Dart a persistent vector of dynamic, right? Yeah, because but, you can't uh, have anything in the yeah, yeah. Yeah, but let's say you want to use it, you want to. You only use your person vector to wrap uh, widgets, Flutter mm -hmm. widgets. Mm -hmm. Basically, um, it's like React uh, components. Uh, mm -hmm. So, so you wrap ten Flutter widgets in your persistent vector. Mm -hmm. The way we are dealing with this is um, we analyze all uh, packages that you have, and uh, at call site we cast the persistent widget. As a persistent widget of uh, widgets, 
mm. uh, persistent oh. vector of widgets. Right, right, right. So yeah. basically, in the end, it will uh, be a persistent vector of widgets. But uh, it won't work for the generic uh, vectors, right? Because if I have the data vectors, I mean, like I have like ints and whatever, um, some other things in a vector, then it, that approach will not potentially work. Then it will still be dynamic then all the way. So if you have um, a vector of... Uh, yeah, a string and an int or whatever. Yeah, yeah it's, it will be a person vector of dynamic, but it's, yeah. it's okay. In pure closure that, it's okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. The... We spent a lot of time, and we are still working on this. We spent a lot of time in uh, in having hopefully a, a great interrupt story, mm. um, because in the end, uh, this compiler will be used for for replacing uh, JavaScript application on native targets like uh, iOS, but also on macOS, uh, mm-hmm. Windows, mm-hmm. Uh, Linux application. So the it, it's really important for us to have a, an excellent interrupt story. That's why we analyze all your packages and we cast, we cast ourselves uh, uh, on the call sites. If, for example, you can use, uh, like I said, uh, a person vector has a, if, if a method needs a, a list, a dart list. So mm-hmm. uh, what was your question again? Sorry. <laughs> no, we're still, still talking about the compiler, compilation process. We're talking about how the types flow, basically, between mm. you know the, the, the stuff that you've got and then the compiled output. That's, that's, uh, that's the way it's different with the CLR because there's no erasure versus the JVM where there is erasure. I think it was the yeah. original discussion. OK, so. So Baptiste was giving the example that you have a vector and mm-hmm. that you have to pass the vector to to a vector method which expects a list of strings. Mm-hmm. So we have this vector which is dynamic, which can uh, hold anything. Yeah. But if at this moment, for it's certainly typed as a well, vector is a subtype of dot list. So mm-hmm. it's okay. It's a dot list, but maybe not of the right type for its items. Yeah. But the part of the dot list uh, API does a cast method, which allows to change the type of items. No. So okay. it would, if you do that in uh, on, a, on an actual dot list, it's going to create a wrapper around the, the original list, which is going, which is basically just a lie about what is inside <laughs> the, the list. And it moves the check from compilation time to runtime. It's going right. to check at runtime, at runtime. When you try to retrieve an item, it's going to check whether it's a, of the proper type. And if it's not, you get a new one. And uh, so we, we use the, Almost the same trick for for percent uh, data structure is that the percent data structure has two two sets of of methods: the dart one for compatibility and interrupt, and the closure one. The closure one is always dynamic; it's always mm-hmm. return a dynamic or object question mark for the items. But then the the list part is fully typed, and when you cast 
for interrupt uh, purpose when you cast uh, a vector what is happening is just that the the root the root object of the vector is going to change to a root object with the proper list type okay. but the the tree the tree behind is still going to uh, to be com completely shared with the original it's mm -hmm. still a person vector they are still equal mm -hmm. it's just the the type marker for for the for that we we change change but how does that affect the how does it affect the like the equality then so the equality of the hash that doesn't depend on the type marker then if i compare this yeah it, well the we are lucky that uh, that that has no equality defined on uh, on collection oh right okay <laughs> so, uh, somehow it's reasonable because Maybe not reasonable, but it can be defended. Yeah. Uh, because in, in Java, you you defined you defined a content. Classes, uh, which are defined by the content of mutable structure. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, so the the equality. The, and the hash value of uh, of something may change over time, so it's it's not uh, it can be defended that if it's mutable, you shouldn't have uh, an equality which is different than uh, than the identity. Yeah. And mm -hmm. this is the this is the point of view of DAR. So mm -hmm. the so the persistent vectors. And all the percent uh, collection enclosure have their own uh, equality semantics, mm. and they and they work uh, they work well. But you can compare to a dot list because a dot list is, is only equal to itself. Oh, okay. And and in terms of the compilation process, so what is the what is the one that closure dot is producing? Is it generating dot code and then that will be compiled by the Dart compiler, or what? What is the yeah. pipeline to look like? Exactly like you said. Oh, there's an intermediate representation uh, below Dart, but mm -hmm. which is not uh, which is documented, but we which is not uh, guaranteed to be stable. Right, it's documented, but uh, at the very beginning we we looked into it. And the inter the intermediate representation uh, is documented with a big warning at the beginning. So, uh, mm. <laughs> yeah, we we did yeah. not rely on that. So, mm. what what about? Uh, I mean, the obvious question is then: if you're doing that, do you have source maps for for the code? Uh, not yet. Not yet. It's okay. uh, you. Yes, you have to understand that it's still um, so it's a working compiler, and sure, you sure. have almost all closure. Uh, but it's still it's still for the brave. Also, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Also, uh, so the the last uh, the last I checked, that it was a long time ago. The, there was no source map support mm -hmm. in uh, in Dart. We are maybe we are even 
one of the only other language under WM or targeting Dart. I don't know if there are many other languages targeting Dart. Right. So okay. when we started, it's, uh, it, it was a certainty. Right now, I've not checked. So maybe there are other languages, but uh, uh, okay. I'm hmm. really not sure. And from the from the closure point of view, I mean, closure doesn't have a specification, right? Like Java, and you know, so so it, it, did that bother you? I mean, you can also blame Christopher for that because he's been there since the beginning. <laughs> nobody bothered about nobody bothered about spec. Sorry, spec as in that's a different discussion. But nobody <laughs> yeah. bothered about specification of the language, right? So there is no uh, reference implementation, or like Java, there is no language spec that that you can verify that okay, we have all the all the things. So. Did that thing bother you? Is it still bothering you, or does it bother you at all? Or you're thinking, ah, fuck it, you know, we're gonna make uh, our own closure, <laughs> our own Lisp. Um, I will start, Christoph. Uh, no, it did not bother me. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are funny, there are funny um, behaviors. For example, uh, uh, I don't remember if it's get or nth where you can have a a float Mm -hmm. Uh, like for example let's say you want to to get the first element of a vector you can write enclosure enclosure script uh, 1.2 for example and there there are many there are lots of uh, very small um, with behaviors uh, to handle and uh, basically what we what we did is um, we we looked at uh, closure code and closure script code and uh, trying to see what are the differences and there are differences. Um, so we're making sure that you have the exact same bugs like we have in closure. <laughs> exactly, we have the same thing yeah. as well. It's a funny sentence, but that... <laughs> bugs are part of the API. <laughs> exactly, bugs are parts of the API, so we. We really try to to be the closest to to closure. Mm. The other question I've got uh, for you is like this. Sorry, go on, Christoph. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to to add that the we borrowed test we borrowed test from both closure and closure script, mm-hmm. and it helped a lot to to discover these uh, corner corner cases. Mm. Because everyone is used to to work in the safe subset of the language. Mm. There are things that we never do, and uh, so it was really useful. But at the same time, it's uh, dialect, so yeah. we can diverge at some point. And uh, the the point of view of closure is always to to specify what is working. And not to spe- not to say explicitly, okay, the other thing is not working. It's mm. left in a gray zone mm. where later on you can act. basically outside of the defined behavior. It's not forgotten behavior. It's undefined behavior. Mm. And in the mm. future, the, a part of this undefined behavior may become defined. So part of, of the design of closure dart was also in some little uh, spaces where we had to deal with the platform, try to find the uh, space in, 
right uh, right beside the defined behaviors behaviors to add or owns. Hmm. Okay. I was going to ask you another little question about like the interaction with the host. Um, I know that like obviously there's there's let's say there's uh, a big mismatch between closure and Java and closure. Closure script and JavaScript is a little bit easier in the sense that JavaScript is dynamic um, and Dart is typed, so it's a bit more like the JVM. But did you find like some of the types helped you a little bit with the compiler or did you find that there was a problem with the immutability and all this kind of stuff? What, what, did the platform help you in some way to make it easier or was it always like, uh, no, it was always a battle? For me, it was always a battle. Um... I hate types, <laughs> <laughs> but but I have to say that um, it's very very satisfying uh, to see people write pure closure code mm. and to see the generated code with um, let all types inferred. Yeah. Um, yeah I it's very satisfying, but no, it uh, did not help. And that's also why we we forgot about uh, writing the first part of the compiler in pure Dart because we, at that time we were not, uh, also we were not great Dart programmers, mm. but um, it would have been uh, way more difficult, I think. Yeah, and one thing that I... I'd like to add about uh, that language is that it's a little treacherous thing. Which, uh, <laughs> there's, there's something which is still in Pleasure Dart that we still rely on somehow. It's very weird, weird that it occurs. And that we will have to scrap at one point is how we deal with uh, functions. When you by function, I mean the native function of Dart. Mm -hmm. When you read about uh, function in Dart, you, they, they tell you that uh, you can pass any object with a call function, uh, with a call method as a function. Mm. And uh, we, tested, we tested it, and it's, it, it seemed uh, reasonable at the time. But uh, the thing is that to, to proper test that, we you have to fight the type system to prevent that from determining the the type of, of the object. Mm -hmm. And when you do so, you discover that it's not it's not what you expect. It's not going to automatically call call the call method on any object which is in function position, what it's going to do is at compile time, when it expects a function and that it gets uh, an object whose type is determined to have a call method, mm -hmm. then it is going to create a wrapper to adapt from the function to the, the object. Mm -hmm. So it's not a dynamic part of the language. It's purely... Uh, it's uh, it's purely some uh, syntactic sugar with, which happen at uh, at compile time and depend on uh, and depend on uh, on types. Mm. So 
yeah, it, it was uh, rather surprised to discover that things that we took for granted in the dynamic behavior were in fact just tricks uh-huh. and worked only in small places. You mm-hmm. see, if you if you have an object and that you pass it as a function, it's going to to work. If you cast the subject as dynamic just to confuse the compiler and get the type loss, then the compiler won't be able to to call it. Oh, so it doesn't know that it's um, like a function anymore because it did the whole type yeah, change. Yeah, it, hmm. it, it needs to, it really needs to know the actual type at compile time, hmm. compile time of, of the object and uh, the actual function signature which is expected to generate at compile time uh, a wrapper, a shim to, yep. to yeah. ad- adapt between the two. And uh, so, how does how does that work for anonymous functions and stuff like that? Then for in in Dart or in Clojure? In Clojure, if you're mapping an anonymous function into Dart, how does that how does that play out? It depends on the arity. Uh... So if you have a a function, a closure function with um, a fixed number of uh, parameters, we are going to generate a pure Dart function. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if if you write uh, a function with multiple arities or um, with a variable argument mm-hmm. a parameter, mm-hmm. yeah. we need to to generate uh, what we call an IFN object, mm-hmm. uh, which is basically a function with uh, a dynamic uh, dynamic invoke. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, they have that. So, they have that at the bottom level, do they? In uh, the VM, um, not in, in Dart. Like invoke right. dynamic, like they have in the the JVM. N- yeah, no. Um, well, I mean, they don't have in uh, Dart. You cannot write. Um, a function with multipolarity or a viable argument. Oh, I see. Okay. So we, well, you we can have optional arguments, but not uh, right. an oh, indefinite number of arguments. Okay. Hmm. So when we compile closure to Dart, we have to to check if we, if we can generate a pure Dart function, and mm-hmm. uh, if so, we 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 do it, and if not, we we generate an object, an object whose, uh, which is implementing the IFN protocol, and um, depending on uh, your rarity, we, uh, we generate the right methods. And so, if you pass a, f- a function to, for example, map the dark map on the yeah, on list, yeah. if you if your function is is a pure is, is as a singularity, it's going to to work. Mm-hmm. But uh, if it's if it has multiple arities, you are going to have issues. And I'm not sure if we have finished the work on that. But basically, since we have discovered that uh, the the magic of coding the call method on object was was a lie and was just a compiler trick. Mm-hmm. We we are going to do the same thing, being that when you pass something to, for example, to to map of Dart, mm-hmm. so we see that the map on the list 
for Dart expect a function of a given signature. Then we look at uh, the inferred type of the of the object that we are trying to pass to this function. Mm -hmm. So either we can statically determine that we already have the correct type, mm -hmm. or we add runtime code which is going to check the the type of, at runtime and eventually create uh, a wrapper to adapt and call the right, okay. the correct yeah. uh, function. So it's not something that we can get around. And uh, we thought before, because we believe in the, in the promise of the call uh, method, but discovering big, well, writing a compiler is really a way to, to become knowledgeable in all the nook and crannies of the target <laughs> language. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and, and so despite the fact that enclosure is frowned upon to create wrappers, mm -hmm. here we we have to to do so because that already be already 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 does that itself. Mm -hmm. So why didn't Rome do like Romans? So <laughs> So does it affect, how does it affect the performance of the uh, of the runtime in that situation, or is it kind of like a like not a big deal? The the, the performance of the runtime, but you can get you can remove it by typing thing more the the part of that method. We have no our numbers to provide, plus we are still in flux and. Sure, uh, sure, sure. Yeah. But definitely, there's a there's a cost to to doing more stuff at the runtime. And uh, but we do stuff at the runtime when we can't uh, be sure through type inference that we get the proper thing. Mm. So if you don't want the runtime cost, you have to be a bit more specific on your types. Mm. Yeah. Also, like with uh, pure closure, if you really want to have performances, you can still write uh, uh, type code. Uh, mm. Mm. Yeah, Very not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think pretty much similar to you know we do in in, in closure. Okay, you you can you can give the hint so there is no reflection, or you can try mm -hmm. to eliminate mm -hmm. the reflection as much as possible. We we have um, a one on uh, dynamic okay. warning. Uh, mm -hmm. So if we cannot infer what you are trying to do, uh, yeah. like for example, uh, uh, you are trying to access a property. And mm -hmm. we don't infer its type. Uh, we warn you, and okay. uh, yeah, that's already good. It's yeah. it's it's usually enough to mm -hmm. to understand why it it happened in the first place. Mm -hmm. There is also a layer in the compiler in the closure dot compiler uh, we call um, magic casting. Mm -hmm. Basically, we try to to cast uh, if it makes sense everything we can. So uh, mm -hmm. Christoph just talked about uh, function wrapping. Uh, that we do it also for um, uh, data structured collections, right? Yeah. Uh, we we do it in a few places so that you don't have to. Mm. But com compared to Java and CLR, um, because they 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 have matured into something like okay, you can write other languages on top of these things, but Dart, as far as uh, maybe my my knowledge is very limited on Dart, but I, I was thinking that it was supposed to be like a single language compiler, single language way of design, right? Or, or um, 
do you see some evolution towards Dart being a host language, like like uh, JVM and uh, like um, um, CLR type of thing, or do you think it's just gonna be like Dart only sort of thing, and then you have to do all these workarounds? Where, where is the Dart community going in general? It's very active. Hmm. Um, the more I'm doing Dart, the more I'm impressed. Uh, by the language and the community. Hmm. Um, the fact that you can reach lots of um, uh, different uh, operating system uh, and that you have a Flutter. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, it's, uh, it's very impressive. And yeah, there are tons of packages, uh, tons of developer tools. Hmm. So, so con- I'm not sure that um, people will uh, write more compilers because write, writing compiler is is a lot of work. Yeah, yeah. But um, it's is in the last three years the community has grown a lot and it's very very impressive. Mm-hmm. Uh, we we were afraid of that, by the way. Um, we were afraid that. Um, we're afraid of Google in the first place. <laughs> yeah, given given the yeah, amount well, of shit yeah. that they that they you know pull the rug under. Just drop. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. But Dart has been there for more than ten years now. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Christoph has something to say. <laughs> what do you want to say, Christoph? <laughs> uh, so yeah, Dart seems that and Flutter because somehow Flutter is still the the killer application for for Dart. Yeah. And uh, the the adoption seems to be growing still. Uh, what I was going to say was more on the point of whether or not Dart is shifting or pivoting to becoming more of a multi-language ecosystem. Yeah. Uh, yeah I have I haven't seen a sign of it, mm. but still we we have support from the from some core devs of, of Dart. Mm. Okay. So they they are not a style. They are. Mm. We have seen some bad feedback from the Dart community, obviously. <laughs> uh, why, <laughs> what, what do you why want? Why do you do that? Yeah, crazy? exactly. <laughs> Parents, parentheses, what the. <laughs> but, and, uh, and also, Christophe did not help by writing uh, a tweet. Why Dart with, sucks? <laughs> no, by, by writing a. It, so Christophe wrote a tweet with uh, with uh, the same code in Dart and in Closure Dart. So uh, oh. he, he, he asked for <laughs> for people yelling at him. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, I think I saw that tweet where it was like a third of the size or something. Uh, was that right? Yeah. Yeah, you're getting a bit of flame. It was uh, almost a, it was almost a line by line uh, translation of the example. Uh, mm. <laughs> so, what was the reaction all... to that then? Because to me, I think it looks like, oh, okay, you've got a more expressive language in Closure, so therefore that's the motivation to use it. The... But, but they don't like that, I guess. <laughs> no, the, well, they were not uh, very aggressive. Just, just people asking. Basically, there are two profiles. People asking what the point mm-hmm. of, okay. uh, of not writing Dart. Uh, so coming from doctors who don't want, 
who don't yeah. uh, want to to learn a new language. And uh, the other one was from Darters too defending their their language, saying that half the the line differences were because of the curl, ending curly braces <laughs> being on their own line. <laughs> <laughs> so rather than being than being uh, shorter by two thirds, it was sh- only shorter by one half. So okay, yeah. <laughs> I think th- th- this has been like the argument every time some Lisp shows up on any any comparative platform. I think the first thing people point out, and then it's so easy to squabble about the syntax, right? I mean, people forget about the whole other experience, like the REPL and, and the, the, yeah. the entire uh, things that you get using Clojure or Lisp. It's only about oh, you know, less parentheses. Like no, that's not the point. You know, so that's the least of the problems. But uh, at the at the same time, uh, maybe it was in this convo that uh, one of the core contributors to Dart mm-hmm. had uh, an interesting point, which I rather adhere to, which is that Clojure Dart is more for Clojure people to reach out to what Dart has to offer. Mm-hmm. Which is mainly clutter and targeting uh, and writing native application for desktop and mobile, rather than uh, trying to bring uh, Dart people to Clojure. Sure, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, the, it works both ways, but definitely I envision more Clojure people go, going to mm-hmm. to Flutter than the other way around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think it's sense. like Clojure script, isn't it? I mean, you know. You will get a certain number of JavaScript people coming to it, but it's going to be mostly the other way around as well. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's just a different way of thinking. It's just, uh, I was just wondering whether, you know, sorry, wait, wait, uh, Baptiste, think, you were going to say yeah. something on top of that. Yeah. Yeah. Just to finish the, um, the conversation about the community, um, the huge part of the, Huge killing killing feature of Dart is Flutter, mm-hmm. and yeah. um, you you can feel it when you're work, writing mobile applications because basically it aimed its um, engine, it's a graphical engine, mm-hmm. uh, Skia. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you have exactly the same application uh, if uh, on Android or iOS or macOS, and um, if you've done a React Native. Uh, or even um, Kotlin or Swift. It's uh, f- for me. I, th- I I really think it's a killer feature. You, yeah. Because um, battling with the host Android mm. or iOS mm. Mm. is uh, is a lost battle. It's uh, too hard. <laughs> yeah. And, and having this graphical engine. Um, uh, I mean, it's it's really a killer feature, in my opinion. Yeah, I guess it's like a kind of like an equalizer. It's like the browser for native, you know, because then exactly. you can just target a specific like graphical engine, like you say, and you don't have to write the application twice because that's, I mean, that is the ultimate goal, isn't it, of of all of these tools is to reduce the costs of this multi-platform native world that we're living in. Right, the complexity, the global complexity uh, of your application. Yeah, but you still. Yeah. So it has, it has nothing to do with Clojure Dart itself, no. but you still have you still have sometimes to 
to battle with the, the host. So um, let's say I'm writing a small closure closure application mm -hmm. uh, or closure script application with yeah. React. If I want to do um, what they call a share sheet, the mm -hmm. ex extension, you know, when you are browsing yeah, on Safari, yeah. you want to share, share something. It. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So uh, this has to be done in uh, native. That yeah. there are very small parts uh, where you will struggle with um, not necessarily native, but mm -hmm. um, the the SDK of the US you are you are writing to. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that that's that that was about to answer that as well because uh, I did some iOS development in Objective C and then I every time double around Swift and because you you have all these um, uh, frameworks that are coming with the with the um, system that allow you to access the camera related things or ML engine on top of uh, on say on on device ML for example on these kind of things how how easy is it to integrate with Flutter and then transitively how easy you can do this in Closure Dart? Um, my opinion is it's pretty easy. Mm -hmm. It's just uh, boring and uh, time consuming. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we, we've done it with Christophe. Um, yeah. So uh, you know the WK web view in uh, Swift? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you you have the same thing for Android, yeah. And um, the plugin, the community plugin was uh, was not implementing some methods we needed to, mm -hmm. so we had to add it. And uh, yeah, it was uh, it was okay. It was just um, a little bit long because you have many interactions between. Uh, for, well, it was more tied to the current plugin, Flutter uh, Dart plugin than. Uh, yeah. the interrupt story but uh yeah yeah it's uh there is some um dart packages that uh tries to generate most of it mm -hmm. um so uh let's say you want to implement uh, sqlite yeah uh you will give um the header package the header file sorry yeah and uh this dart package uh which is a uh, an official one uh will Try to generate most of the methods, yeah. and uh, you will still have to, yeah, implement some of it, but uh, not that much. Okay. So, yeah, but and, it's... Uh... sorry. No, no, go ahead. Yeah. So for for own uh, Dart FFI, they have a tool which is named Pigeon. I don't mm -hmm. know if. At least for the C headers, it's, it's pigeon or it's uh, something else. I don't remember. Okay. <laughs> I don't. So they are FFI tools, and mm -hmm. uh, one of them is named pigeon. And uh, we'd like to to support it, or rather integrate it in the in the build process more. So yeah. that uh, you can reach to to, nat to native uh, to native API without having to to uh, to leave closure, mm -hmm. basically. So trying to reduce the butterflies, but currently we are focusing on uh, on just getting the the done things to to work well for regular development. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and. Uh, 
But for example, uh, in the recent uh, weeks, we have worked on the on a small wrapper or on flutter, which uh, is just about cutting the cutting down the boilerplate plate and uh, and uh, integrating with the with the closure way of handling state with a tone mm -hmm. and uh, already it has proved uh, useful in the in the complexity reduction of what you need to know about Flutter to write an application. Mm. Yeah, it's it's very uh, amaz amazing in my opinion because we wrote applications with uh, without any uh, closure uh, uh, layer, uh, mm. uh, closure library. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So we yeah we straight have... interrupt. Mm. Right, uh, straight interrupt. And uh, it was pretty good, mm. but now already it's uh, the code uh, would be way sm smaller than uh, what we have. Yeah. Uh, and um, like Christoph said, uh, we are almost done on uh, state handling. Mm. Uh, so it's also weird because our job uh, is to ship the best compiler for Closure Darts, but yeah. um, uh, we also said that we needed some to to help the community to use mm. Flutter yeah. because yeah. Flutter is very uh, tied with uh, with Dart. So yeah. we wrote a small we wrote a small we are writing a small library on top of it. Nice. Well, in my point of view, it's not very different than. Uh, closure.java.io, for example, mm, where yeah. you have some wrappers around yeah. the, an existing library. Where not, yeah. So just to making, make making the API more, more closure-y. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So um, just one more question regarding the thing. So uh, what is the tail call optimization story? What is the recursion story? Like it, it, Dart has that one already, and then it just translates well into... Or are it still like a loop recur sort of way or trampolining or how how does that? Mm. Well, the same as JVM, that does nothing toward the tail recursion. So okay. you have loop recur. I don't yeah. I don't know if we implemented trampoline. Well, mm -hmm. it's not much of a function. Nope. And yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we did not. And, uh, yeah. So the other, the that's welcome. The other thing I was going to ask you was whether there was a sort of, like with Swift, um, there was a sort of functional Swift um, movement inside of the community, let's say, you know, they're producing functional libraries with immutable collections and, you know, teaching people how to use like option types or whatever, which are in the language, but, you know, I think it's new to people. Um, is that true of Dart as well? Is there a sort of sub, is there a little sect inside of Dart which are interested in? functional world because i mean it's a comp it's got a it's got a like you say it's got types so you know whether whatever there are types there must be functional people coming to look at it and think hmm, can we do functional programming yeah so i don't know I, I i don't know enough about the community in your experience of interacting with it is that something which is surfacing or so in the language itself you have uh, immutable classes hmm. Um, but uh, <laughs> not truly immutable. It's yeah. well, another, another little syntactic trigger, just... is it? Yeah. You did not let yeah, me finish. <laughs> Sorry. 
<laughs> Come on, uh, Baptiste. He, Come on. Yeah. He, he thought you already said the immutable thing, and I'm like, he's done no more. Immutable facades, like in Java. Yeah, and in the community, you have um, a Dart package by mm. the Flutter team, the Dart team, sorry, um, which has uh, immutable collections. Mm. Okay. Uh, so I don't know how much it, it, it is used uh, in the community, but um, there is activity around this. Mm. Uh, yeah. And did you, is that something which you can get inspiration from or? or use or is it just something like well it's an interesting thing there that you know that maybe one day we can take advantage of or... we already implemented uh, almost all data immutable data structures okay. so. <laughs> <laughs> it, it can we can leverage it maybe one day for interrupt yeah if yeah. it if it becomes a de facto uh, data structures yeah but uh I, I think right now the closure data structure are, are enough to to write uh, closure mm -hmm. dart mm -hmm. applications. Mm -hmm. So what is the? I, Sorry, go ahead. Uh, I don't see the the dot community moving in this direction at the time. It's mm -hmm. a very particular minded uh, community, mm -hmm. and it comes from the language from the design of the language itself. Yeah. The the language prohibits some some things to be done only to to be able to provide better user experience, for example, for through auto leading or tree shaking. Mm. So they yeah, um, I'm not sure that it's a it's going to be a fertile ground for mm. for F for type FP people. Mm -hmm. Okay, nice. Um, so just to wrap up the, um, the conversation a little bit, because we are uh, almost one and a half hour now. Um, so would you say that right now, uh, what closure dart is like the alpha level or beta, or it's even like 0 0.1 level, so people can start building these ones? Or is there more work to be done to, to bring it to um to quote unquote uh, to be utilized in production so um my opinion is uh it can be used right now in production mm -hmm. yeah uh we shift one application uh, that is live uh, in production no um we don't have the closure experience yet because yep. of the ripple uh, yep. um, mm. we don't have also um the the compiler is not bootstrapped yet, mm -hmm. so we wrote the compiler in Clojure, and the the idea is to um, compile the compiler uh, to generate Dart uh, by compiling the compiler and then having a pure Dart compiler. Yeah. So uh, right now you still need the JVM version of the thing. Right. Yeah. So it's not right yet. Yeah. Okay. yeah. 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 Mm. Um, also. Obviously, uh, it's, it has been live for one month now, mm. and the um, community is very small. Obviously, yeah. there are not there are not a lot of um, documentation tutorials. 
there is not even a closure that website. Uh, <laughs> basically, there is a, a ton of work to do. Uh, yeah. We do it on our free time. Uh, yeah. There are there are people uh, kind enough to sponsor us, but um, uh, we we are not close to to being able to to stop yeah, having clients. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we need to live basically. Sure. Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, so my opinion is, it's it can be used today. It's very promising. Um, yeah. They are almost all of closure, but if you use it today. Uh, it will be it will be like using closure script uh, in the first year hmm. yeah uh, yeah you will have maybe uh, some white hairs uh, growing <laughs> stuff <laughs> but if but you if you like closure enough and uh, you want to rapidly put prototype stuff uh, i think it's a very good uh, language but uh, and yes of course obviously yeah, uh, yeah, my point of view is maybe a bit more positive sounding than, uh, than Baptiste. <laughs> the... I am positive. Yeah, but <laughs> you had a pretty long list of uh, <laughs> things we, which are not yet there. So before the, the Easter release, uh, I was a bit afraid of the the feedback, and I feared of having the compiler breaks uh, on uh, on a lot of things. And yep. the, surprisingly, it it worked rather well. Mm -hmm. And uh, we had some uh, some web new users trying stuff without and getting impressive results without having a further experience. Yeah. yeah, I remember some some demos and channels. I was convinced that the guy was experiencing Flutter, and no, he he had just picked Pleasure Dart in the Flutter doc, and without uh, asking us any questions, <laughs> they got very interesting results with lots of animations and transitions. So yeah. I believe that for anyone. Which is motivated. It's possible to get things going. Mm -hmm. Sure, you you find some bugs, but uh, you you can do it and put it in production. Mm -hmm. And we are not going to to break too much stuff from now on. Yeah, yeah. There there will be some breaking changes, uh, yeah. but uh, globally we. I mean that we are more beta than alpha. While mm. before the release, I assumed that we were more alpha. Yeah. And uh, the fact that uh, the Flutter wrapper has uh, has grown to to be rather effective and will soon be even more, mm. it's also a big part of it. Mm. And uh, last uh, about the documentation and three level stuff and so on. We we are going to have an intern working on uh, on pleasure dart. Oh, nice! She should start uh, not not this week, but the week after, and okay. for about three months. And yeah. so she she is a repenting scholar, mm -hmm. <laughs> and uh, and so she's this, she's this, new is this to, her penance, is it? 
and uh, so she's new to to, to both uh, mobile de- development and uh, and closure. So she's going to learn closure with closure and closure that we with us. And I think mm. that the time when you learn something is oh, also yeah, the that's prime a really time. Good time. W- to to write down yes your yeah. your experience and document yeah. it for the others so basically that's going at least the the first months uh, of our internship would be about uh, writing yeah. down and documenting your experience mm. yeah 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 it's very good yeah, plan, yeah. And, and like Christos uh, said um, it was uh, very impressive to see that. There were not that much bugs. Uh, <laughs> you're surprised, maybe but you're because we don't have that much users. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So every user gets one bug. That's it. <laughs> no, 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 no. But the bugs we had, uh, most of them were um, really corner cases bugs. Mm. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. but it, it is a, it is certainly like an impressive um, achievement and also undertaking, right? I mean, the, the the goal that you have set yourself to, um, mm. as we were saying that you know that on a language that is not really like a behaving like a host language, that means you need to know so much of detail and everything and then to 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 get it work and and it could be a really um, nice story for closure people to have one more way of building, you know, maybe better way of building the native applications. And, yeah, yeah. And, um, you know, that's, that's, that's a, a ambitious thing. Yeah. yeah. So maybe we can just change the, the sort of uh, the mode of the conversation a little bit towards like sustainability. Now you've kind of done this thing, you've achieved this initial goal and, you know, you already make some plans, Christoph, like you say, with interns through the documentation and you've got plans to, to do the next few things, but, but how do you, you know, Christoph and Baptiste, you know, definite heroes of ours, uh, making this thing work. How do you kind of like go from like being the heroes to like being like keeping this thing going over like the next three to five years or whatever it takes, you know, to kind of really build the community and make it a first class uh, friend of closure? Yeah. Um, many small steps, <laughs> Docu- documentation, video, the ripple uh doing uh, talks i was more uh, thinking about your own situation business. you know your business yeah i mean because you kind of like you hinted at the fact that you've got to keep on working and that's you know i see that with like david nolan and mike flags they've they've got right. jobs you know so yeah. it, it's perfectly fine once you get to a certain sort of size yeah, right. of the code or stability of the code then you're just kind of like tweaking things is that is that your thinking going forward or do you have a different vision yeah, so we've not built Closure Dart for money, obviously. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> we spent a lot of money into it. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. But I strongly believe that um, for an open source project to to be stable and mature, you need uh, some kind of business model. Mm-hmm. Um, so we have to find one, basically. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Because... so. If we talk, sorry, Christopher. Uh, if if we talk about sponsoring, um, you really have to to get thousands of them to to mm. being able to invest your time. Uh, yeah, yeah. Because 
people are very nice and they give uh, five, 10 euros and it's a lot. It, it means a lot. Mm. But uh, of course, you, you cannot live with a few hundred uh, euros. Mm. Um, so yeah, we, I strongly believe that we need to find some kind of business model around it mm. uh, to make it be better uh, every year. And yeah. uh, I've seen so much uh, open source guys being uh, burnt out mm. Uh, mm. because uh, they, they were investing their free time in mm. their projects. Yeah. So uh, I, I don't want that. I want, um, yeah, the Cognitech example is, is I feel is, um, is a perfect example of what you want to do. Mm. Um, mm. Uh, being able to to finance uh, Alex Miller and uh, other people uh, full time on the closure project is uh, is very value valuable and uh, you don't necessarily see it when you're using closure but uh, it's important to have um, money flowing somewhere mm. yeah. to finance yeah. people working on the compiler yeah, definitely and uh, for for more immediate times, uh, we hope that we'll get uh, more contracts to from clients asking to develop stuff in Kajoda. Yeah. Right, right, yes, yeah. So we that would that would be awesome, and it would also help us grow grow our team. Mm. Hmm. Every time we we do a Kajoda project, uh, yeah, that adds it, to the, the it, it helps the compiler. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, we can send them. Uh, we worked with uh, the ROM team, ROM research team, mm. and uh, we done a closure that app with them. And thanks to them, it helps a lot the compiler. Mm. Um, because basically, we are dog fooding uh, our compiler. So every time we spot something uh, messy or every time we can. Uh, upgrade the API, it's, uh, mm. yeah, yeah, it's perfect. I mean, isn't there like, the, the, again, we were talking about this on some other, some other discussions, but aren't Nubank a very big Flutter user? So, you know, in some respects, you kind of, there could be a good target customer um, for this kind of stuff. Newbank is sponsoring the project. Thanks a lot to them if, if they are <laughs> listening. Uh, yes. Uh, I mean, we, we hope one day we, we have clients or users rather than clients like Newbank. New mm. mm. um, yeah. It would be a huge win for the Closure that community. Yeah. yeah. And, and in terms of the, uh, maybe a last question regarding the community, to contribute to Closure Dart, like, is it Closure knowledge or is it the Dart knowledge that is more required <laughs> right now to, to, to build, to help you out? So... In my opinion, you don't need the uh, knowledge in, well, you don't need that much knowledge in the Dart uh, language. Okay. Uh, you need to know Clojure. Yeah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> that helps. <laughs> but, but the part that you need to know is not documented yet is uh, how we build the compiler. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but does it mean that you cannot help? No. Uh, you can help a lot with uh, tutorials, documentation, yeah. Yeah. and uh, for small bugs, um, I think if um, we can help, we are very reachable on the Closure Dart mm -hmm. uh, Slack channel or Twitter. 
Yeah. And uh, yeah, w w one day we we really need to um, to help someone uh, to film ourselves, help someone uh, fix a bug, for example, or stuff yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Nice. Um, and I. Well, there are two parts to, to pleasure darts. There are the low level parts where you really need to know that. And so mm -hmm. some uh, missing features like the multi methods are going to require some uh, dart knowledge to design mm -hmm. them properly. But uh, there are a lot of low hanging fruits in implementing missing uh, pleasure functions, which are just missing because uh, we didn't care. Are because yeah. there are new things in 1.11 that yeah. we haven't parted and uh, parting them is simply just a matter of copy pasting. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So the this can be contributions to the project themselves. Uh, more people parting uh, test suits also, mm -hmm. and uh, yeah, having. Uh, Having gen tests working on Pleasure Dart would be great. We mm -hmm. don't have them yet. And these are all things which are pretty, pretty removed from uh, Dart itself. So it's more uh, a matter of getting people to work on it mm -hmm. than having the experience in Dart itself. Mm -hmm. yeah. So plus, uh, yeah, well, just trying the Pleasure Dart out and documenting the uh, the pain points, uh, what what went what went right, what 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 went wrong, yeah. would be would be awesome. Yeah, yeah, nice. Um, also, uh, I I think people um, use a lot of Flutter for iOS and Android applications, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but uh, I really think it's a killer framework for desktop application. Mm. Uh, if you if you have to choose choose between Electron and uh, Flutter, yeah. for me there is no mm -hmm. there is no, no doubt. Question that, yeah, you're no question, yeah. 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 And um, we hope also to to invest and document this field. Mm. But yeah, like Christoph said, there are not a lot, but there are missing functions, and mm. most of it is because we don't use those functions. Yeah. <laughs> And we forgot to implement them. So once every two months, uh, we try to do an Excel to see what's missing. Um, some of it is also because uh, there are functions that uh, don't make sense. Mm. Um, but yes, it's very easy to help us to implement uh, those functions. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, fantastic. Okay. Yeah. So I think that's, um, uh, okay, one and a half hour. Wow. Um, I think this is, this is like an amazing project. As you said, like this is bringing um, like a really substantially useful tool into Clojure community, right? So mm -hmm. making, it, uh, making it available for Clojure people to build all this stuff. Just like the way Clojure script has changed, you know, a lot of things for Clojure, people writing Clojure, we were able to build a web app and then the, the whole innovation around reframe and, using React and the web, I think Flutter, you know, uh, since now Christoph says that it's, uh, you know, it seems to be something. So I trust you, Christoph, so it's like a chain <laughs> of trust now. And <laughs> so, 
so it all started from batist and then now okay finally now it's just like it's okay it's reasonable thing so i i believe you <laughs> but um it's it, as i said it's a, it's a really you know a nice undertaking and i i did try flutter but then i was like fuck i'm not going to write dart you know that's that looks alien to me maybe i had the same complaints that people have towards closure i have towards dart like the fuck is this the syntax is meaningless <laughs> so i think it it's it's going to be a really um we hope that it's going to be you know grow bigger and better and then you know new bank using it and maybe who knows google will will uh, say that oh well you know fuck dart we're going to switch to closure then then we're done <laughs> <laughs> so and then uh, yeah, big, big, yeah sorry sorry, sorry. No, I was just saying big big congratulations on you know making the making the first release you know that's already a big yeah making yeah. it a prototype making it work for one or two things is a different thing and then you know building uh, being able to build your first production application with the language compiler framework that you invested so much mm-hmm. on is 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 an amazing achievement so you know a big big congratulations on that one so thanks for that yeah. hopefully you'll uh, you'll continue and then make it even better And I think you guys are going to be at Closure D if I'm not wrong just to sort of uh think about yeah. the road trips you're doing or whatever is that because we're going to be <laughs> there also at Closure D so oh yeah. nice and I think you're trying to host a workshop Christoph I saw something like that or what what's what's going on there Yeah on the Friday afternoon we are going to host uh, a workshop or maybe two if the if the the attendance is too large uh about uh, getting started with closure dart for writing a mobile application so that's oh, friday nice. the 10th of june and, and uh yeah yeah and it sh- we should have it, it out be before then next this- yes yes <laughs> we should have this episode out before then so you know <laughs> sign up if you sign up if you can or go back in time and then sign up <laughs> if it is later <laughs> And Christophe, we yeah. we have to take our plane tickets. Remember? <laughs> and, uh, I just ch- check the, yeah, the prices. <laughs> and uh, and also we will host uh, a workshop at uh, Strange Loop too. Right, oh, right. nice, nice. That's a really big audience then. Mm. Awesome. Mm. Nice. Then uh, I think that's pretty much it. Or, but is you you were saying something, or did I miss? Um... Uh, yes. So I just like to give some um, visibility on uh, what we are working on. Yeah. Um, so Christophe and I work on the state and, and management uh, for the Flutter library. Mm-hmm. Uh, in parallel, we are. Starting back, I will work on the Ripple. So <laughs> basically, the two main objectives of the next two months is uh, state management and the Ripple. Yeah. And then the big uh, milestone will be, um, after the Ripple, the big milestone will be the uh, having a self-host compiler. Yeah. Maybe in more than a year. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, uh, one of our goals is... Uh, to give visibility to people uh yeah. but uh so yeah this but, is but, for me thanks for yeah, yeah. guys <laughs> yeah i think the, the the main thing that i would like to know you know to conclude this podcast whether to publish this or not is you know is there any max mode or <laughs> <laughs> what is the editor that you guys use <laughs> that that that's all i need 
what about Emacs it, mode? Yeah. <laughs> uh, for now, we are just using the closure mode. Oh, so you use Emacs then? We both use Emacs, yeah. Yes, that's perfect. But, then then but, closure dart is you know destined to be a successful project. Well, yeah. One of us is a grumpy Max user. I won't tell who. <laughs> <laughs> we don't need to know. <laughs> we just need users. <laughs> one of us always yell when using the Emacs. <laughs> but hey, you know, so I can just say now closure dart hundred percent made in Emacs. <laughs> So you just put that as a tagline. It was made 100% in Emacs, yeah. Awesome. <laughs> that, that's all we need to know. I'm going to publish this today. <laughs> uh, I have to confess, I modified devs.eden with VIM ones. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. Every every now and then you can have, you know, kind of a um, pizza every now and then. When, you, when you're having like on a healthy diet of Emacs, every now and then you can eat some other crap. You know, that's okay. <laughs> Anyway, on that, uh, on that bombshell, <laughs> sorry, yeah. It's very funny to see uh, Christophe uh, use Emacs. Uh, I've never <laughs> seen someone use Emacs like that. <laughs> this, is, this has to be part of your workshop, by the way, at Strange Loop and at Closely. Yeah, for, for, the, for a long time, his um, init file was like 10 lines. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay, this is a minimalist. <laughs> anyway. It's uh, it's really nice seeing you, Gustav, after after so long, and um, you know yeah. I, I still I still owe you a big one you know, because the the first time I started with Closure, you know, you're very big inspiration, and you came all the way to Rotterdam to 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 kickstart our tiny meetup there, and, and at that time I think mm. as you know we had like uh, three people doing Closure in the entire Netherlands probably, <laughs> so and also for the book and all the contribution that you made over the over you know these, these years, um, there are too many projects to list. And um, I know I'm glad that Bertie stalked you into Closure Dart. <laughs> so <laughs> now building a completely new one. Um, so very happy for the for the release, and you know, good luck with the with the project. And that's it from Thank us you. for today, I think. And yeah, we, we'll see you at uh, Closure D. Perfect. Yeah. yeah. See you at Closure D. Cheers, guys. Bye bye. See you. Thank you for listening to this episode of DevN. And the awesome vegetarian music or the track is Melon Hamburger by Pizzeri. And the show's audio is mixed by Walter Dullert. I'm pretty sure I butchered his name. Um, maybe you should insert your own name here, Dullert. Wouter. If you'd like to support us, uh, please do check out our Patreon page. And you can show your appreciation to all the hard work or the lack of hard work that we're doing. And um, you can also catch up with uh, either Ray, with me, for some unexplainable reason. Uh, you want to interact with us, then uh, do check us out on Slack, Closure in Slack or Closureverse, or on Zulip, or just at us at Defen Podcast on Twitter. Enjoy your day and see you in the next episode. Happy Mother's Day, right? <laughs> <laughs>
Ray, Ray is the mother of this podcast. So. 